Well, hello, 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 and welcome to the Sisters You Have Value podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tolliver, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. Happy Friday, happy Friday. We are here again to bring you riveting, thought-provoking information to transform lives for the better. This podcast was created for women because we believe in the power of sisterhood and unity, and we strive to build a community where women can share their passions, learn from one another's experiences, and support each other on their journeys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Sisters You Have Value podcast. If you're a new listener, welcome. Give us a like, share, and follow. And if you're a returning listener, thank you so much for your dedication and coming back and giving us another listen. Hang out with us again. Today, y'all, we are still in the um, relationship series of our podcast. Um, We missed last week. Thank God they are finished with my house. So that won't happen again. But um, today, y'all, I think it's a much needed topic. I think it's something that uh, people struggle with as we struggle with a lot of different things um, in our lives, in our day-to-day lives. And so again, to me, I think everything is like a big circle that everything circles around. And when it's relationship, we know it is relational. So even when we talk about relationships, it actually encompasses pretty much all the relationships that we have because everything in some way, shape, form, or fashion is a relationship, be it a family relationship, friendship, friendship, work relationship. Uh, But we want to title this one, y'all. Hold on to your hat. Uh, Codependency in relationships. Yeah, I said it. That's that's a word, a bad word. Codependency in relationships. Okay. Now, y'all, we know navigating relationships can be difficult. After all, so many different types, so many different kinds of relationships, different kinds of love. What worked for one couple may not work for another one. So ideally, you know, uh, relationships work best when the needs of all the partners are met in a balanced way. So, however, if the scales are tipped, y'all, a bit too far in one direction, you're going to find yourself, you just might find yourself caught up in a codependent relationship. So we want to dive into this thing today. We want to get y'all free of that, like we've been freeing you of everything else. We want to embark on this journey of self-discovery. So, oh, grab your drink, grab your coffee, tea, sip, whatever. Get a seat, get comfortable. And y'all know uh, codependency can be caused by a variety of factors. You know, uh, you could have an overprotective, underprotective child, uh, parent in childhood. Family member, close friend that was addicted to mental illness. It's so many things that's a plethora. So, but we know in all these factors, it can lead us to developing unhealthy patterns of behavior and a lot of emotional difficulties that affect one's relationship. So, sometimes even when we're trying to deal with that thing, you might need medical help, professional help, like therapy, counseling. But it's just, okay, I heard you. So codependency, Kim, what is that? Okay, good question, good question. 
Codependency is a pattern of behavior where one person relies excessively on another person for their emotional needs, their identity, and self-worth. Codependent people often sacrifice their own issues, values, boundaries to please the other partner, avoid conflict, or maintain the relationship. They may also have difficulty expressing their feelings, needs, and opinions and setting healthy limits. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt, it's in the closet. So, um, okay, what's the difference then, Kim, in between a healthy relationship and a codependent? Well, if you're in a healthy relationship, both parties give and receive equally. And they are able to retain their own identity separate from the other person. You know what we talked about. And I know you've heard it before, girl, you know, that you can lose yourself in someone. Because if you don't know who you are and whose you are, it's so easy to get caught up into being everything that we think that person wants us to be. That we've gotten so far that when this thing is over and it ends badly, you don't even know who you are. You're coming up out of the shadows, this person that... You have masked yourself into being, and it's not really who you are. So in contrast, codependent relationships are the unhealthy alliance where one gets stuck in a caregiver role, uh, enabling the other to take without providing support and care in return. The giver longs to be helpful and rescue. I told you this is not build a bear, build a man, Um, but it's going to be... enabling harmful behaviors instead. So eventually that person gets that ends up exhausted, frustrated, burned out. Um, that's going to lead to a increased conflicts, dissatisfaction uh, with the relationship and uh, things like that. Okay. So what are some signs um, of that? Y'all know it have negative effects on both partners, y'all. It brings resentment, frustration, anxiety, depression, low self-esteem. You notice all of these things? And you see, even when we talk about them outside of relational, everything that we do in life breeds the same type of behavior. So sometimes we can get caught up in that frustration, anxiety, depression. Don't even know where it's coming from. But you can have a codependency to something. And... um. And it prevents you from growing as an individual and fulfilling your potential. It also prevents that other person because you're relying so heavily on someone else for something that they can't give you anyway. So uh, you won't be able to get that satisfaction. You know, um, you you brush the other person's stuff under the rug like, you know, like you don't see it. You know, I'm telling you about that stop sign, not letting other people help you. So, you know, again... Our relationships are based on a philosophy that if it worked for you, it worked for me. Now, but take that to an extreme, it can be without that without their relationship, people can't function well, so it becomes unhealthy. So, and that's what we want to work on today, y'all, even with the codependency. And when you're thinking about that, we have to learn to get to a place where we're all healthy for each other and to be able to live in such a way that uh, we're doing what we need to do for ourselves so that we can be good so because when that power dynamic is flipped one person needs and desires gonna always take precedent over the others and it's gonna feel um at first mutually beneficial but then it's nice knowing you have been supportive and things like that but unfortunately you can lose sight of your own values in this and so um 
we we want to make sure um that we are all on the same level uh playing field and all of that so that's why we want to kind of look at some signs today, y'all, and we want to kind of help you notice and realize if you are in a codependent relationship, if you are dependent on someone in a relationship or vice versa. Uh, let's see. You may feel like you need to save them from themselves. Uh, you know, we take on that caretaker role. Uh, maybe they quick to get mad at you in uh, or things like that. Not not on time, uh, paying the bills. You want to step in, pick up the pieces, trying to guide somebody along the way. At first, it's okay, cool, whatever. But then it becomes a, a dependent thing where it's a one-sided relationship. You're doing all the work. And there's, there's an excess sense of responsibility from the other person's behaviors and emotional. So you have to be careful about that. Um, being a caregiver type person, um, because we, you know, we've had a thing about boundaries. Sometimes the only person that boundaries affect are the ones that we set boundaries with. So you have to be careful how you start a thing is how you're going to finish it. Um, another sign of codependency, you want to change who they are. Nobody's perfect, y'all. We know that we all got issues, flaws. We come flawed, you know, we come in this old sin sick world. but there's a difference between having a small hangup over the way someone make a bed up versus differences in character and their beliefs. And that's that unequally yoked, y'all. We come to this thing and we're not yoked together. And what if I'm a homebody and they like that club life? <laughs> that ain't going to work, right? Uh, you're going to try to convince them to do the same, stay at home, but that's not who they are. You're trying to force them to change who they are, but you knew what they were when you met them. And we always think we can change something, but we can't. And the truth is, the only thing that you're going to do is bring a lot of problems um, uh, in the relationship and cause friction. And you're going you're gonna to draw them further and further away from you anyway. So uh, that's not a good thing. Uh, you feel like taking time out for yourself makes you selfish. That's another thing. It's hard to tear yourself away, even for a little bit of peace. You you find it difficult to be motivated to do things that you normally love doing uh, when your partner isn't around. That's a sign of codependency. I can tell you one person <laughs> in this world who do not have a problem, who does not have a problem <laughs> with codependency is my daughter. Uh <laughs> She is very dependent and in, in, in the independent in that and always have remained. Um, and I admire that in her. I'll have always have remained herself in a relationship where she always contend, hey, I have my friends. We're doing this, this, this and things like that, where it's not like you're sandwiched under somebody or you feel like you can't breathe or you're suffocating and things like that. You can spend that time. And I was with that person, but you're also good in your own skin outside of that comfort zone of being with them. So you have to be able to grasp the two, but you also have to be in a place where you have healed from so many broken things in this life. Hence what breeds the codependency on another person. And you don't understand we putting stress and strain on a person who cannot give us the things that we don't, they don't possess in order to do that. So, uh, and, and that, uh, that makes it hard on the relationship in and of itself. You feel anxious when you don't hear from them. 
child, your mind going 50,000 ways. They must be with somebody. They must be doing something or they, they don't have time for me. And um, you text them at 1152 and if it's 1153, <laughs> something wrong. You got issues. And that's okay. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt, you know, and you think of the worst case scenario, you done played everything out in their head, in your head, and they went in the shower. You know, that kind of thing. That's a codependency. Um, you got trouble being alone. I love me. I love being alone. Uh, I don't have no problem being in this house by myself at any given time. Um, but if can, you can, can you sit by yourself comfortably or at rest without feeling like you need to reach out? Like you got to talk to them every five minutes, every 10 minutes, you just hung up the phone and you're wondering what they're doing and you can't even focus to do what you need to do to accomplish things in life. Those are signs of codependency. Um, you routinely cancel plans to spend time with your partner. Again, that's a codependency. You have to learn to carve out that time or you're going to miss that opportunity to maintain a connection with your friends. You know, or you think this going to make you not have that time with that person. And so you'll you change everything about what you got going on in order so you could be around them. Um, don't let the codependent relationship become all there is to that. So um you feel like maybe you ask too much or you ask for too much. Are you hesitant to speak up for what you need because you're afraid of the outcome? Have you been told you're too demanding? Even when you make the smallest requests, are your attempts at fixing problems shut down before they even begin? Communication is paramount in a relationship. But if you feel guilty for addressing specific issues, y'all, or you feel unsure whether or not it's right or wrong, um, they might be gaslighting you, you know, because they already know how you feel. People peep game, you know, y'all know that people, once you show your hand, people already know how they can come for you. And so that's why I say how you start a thing is how you're going to finish it. But if that person already know I got them where I want them, sometimes baby, you with these narcissists and then you codependent and you got a whole mixture for disaster. But people will take advantage of the things that they see. So sometimes be careful, you know, uh, because you, know, you just got to be careful on that. I almost said something. Um, their behavior escalates when you try to set healthy boundaries. Again, what I said, boundaries only. Uh, people that get ticked off about it are the ones that it affect. Um, if you've attempted to communicate and resolve some issues by setting up some uh, boundaries and the behavior gets worse in spite of your attempts. It's a sign that their needs to take uh, their needs take precedent over yours. See, once you put people in a position, that's how they see it, and that's it. So that's going to lead to some resentment, some distress for everybody. You know, it can be painful, but you have to do it because you got to love you. If I, if you're not good for you, how are you going to be good for this relationship? Uh, so then you say, well, Kim, can a codependent relationship be saved? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, it's important, y'all, to remember there are healthy ways you can work with your partner to try to bring a balance back in this relationship. But, you know, that's going to take effort from everybody uh, that's involved. Because, again, you, you put that thing out there. You've gotten this thing uh, started and, and everybody got to make it happen. So, you know, you got to get an outside perspective on this thing. 
when you're in the thick of it, how they say you can't see the forest for the trees. So you got to turn to people, somebody else that can give you some advice on that. Check in with yourself and reexamine your value system. You know, what are your core values and the beliefs that you have and um, that drive you to do the things you do? So if you value honesty, you're going to have to be honest with yourself about these particular things that you have going on. And I've said it numerous of times, no matter what I'm talking about on here, everything that we do, we know everything is not easy. It's not so simple as like, oh, just I'm going to do this, this. But for some of us, it is because you just have a breaking point where, hey, but then we thank God for Jesus for that growth and that maturity in life to where you know what you want, you know where you're going and you know what your purpose is. And um, so you set your own boundaries. You set those things within within that uh, confine of, of trying to be better. Um, yeah, there are signs even in a codependent. Let me just put this out here. Uh, signs that you should leave. If this person is dangerous or abusive, y'all know I'm going to tell you that every time, physically, ver verbally, y'all need to get help, get the hell out. Get, there's nothing, no way that someone should treat you a certain kind of way. And y'all need to pay attention to the signs. This stuff is not cute. Even the things that you do, it's not cute. It's not your way or no way. You got to check yourself too sometimes. Sometimes you are the problem, um, but only you can decide how much you're willing to take before you walk away. That's the one thing about all of this. We can talk, talk, talk till we blue in the face, but how they say you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Only time when you're ready to drink, when you tired, you know, when you got dehydrated enough to put that water in your mouth. You get what I'm saying? So. Even when you're at your worst, it's a partly uh, it's a question of your own individual uh, values, really. After you've done a lot of the work of self-image, you might think about how important things are, you know, um, and how important it is to be supported and cared for in your relationship. So how little are you willing to accept, you know, but you got to be able to know yourself. Um, and that's that's what give you the, the decisions that you make. So. How can we avoid being in a codependent relationship? Mm, there you go. Ding, ding, ding. Number one, know yourself, y'all. You got to step out of what you got going on. Break free from that. Know who you are. Know what you want. And know what you deserve. But when you know who we are and who we are in Christ, we on the, we on the right track. So you got to spend some time alone, y'all, to reflect on your values, your goals and passions and dreams, the things that get you going. And you got to write down and remind yourself of those things um, often. What they say, write the vision, make it plain. And Habakkuk, it's not, it's not even a, uh, uh, anything until you put it in writing. Everything else is just in your head. And don't let your partner or anybody else define you. Or make decisions for you. You are a whole person with your own identity and purpose. But first, you got to find that out and you got to realize that. So that's one of the struggles in it. And that's the first and foremost thing. You got to know yourself first. And number two, you got to love yourself. That's the second step to, to all of this. Love yourself unconditionally and respect your needs and feelings. If you don't go into that thing like that, you got problems already because you've already given up everything about you and what's important to you and who you are from the jump. You got to practice that self-care by doing things that make you happy, healthy, and relaxed. Treat yourself with kindness and compassion and don't criticize or judge yourself so harshly. 
Don't compare yourself to others or seek validation from your partner. You are enough. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You're the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. Baby, you will lend to many nations and not borrow. You are God's creation. But here's the thing. Don't go in that mess when you know you're broken, busted and disgusted. Don't go bleeding on somebody that didn't cut you. I got to get you too because you already know you got issues. You come jacked up. But that's how when we go types, you know, we talked about types. We attract the things that we are. So uh, why do you think as we get older and we mature in things in Christ into certain things that that playing field gets smaller and smaller and smaller? But as long as you're in this codependency type of mindset or you're in this mindset of not knowing, you'll accept any old Tom, Dick, Jack, Harry that come around that um, will feed you a whole bunch of baloney because you don't know who you are and you're searching for something or you think you might be like Mrs. Clean, like Mr. Clean trying to come around here and clean and fix other people, but you're broken. So that's important. Number three, you got to be able to communicate effectively. The third step is to communicate y'all openly and honestly with that partner. Express your thoughts and feelings, needs and preferences clearly. <clears throat> Let them know how you feel. Let them know. And you can't be afraid to say no or disagree with them. Don't assume that somebody, girl, we are not Miss Cleo. He is not Miss Cleo. He cannot read your mind. They don't know what you want to need. They don't know what you like or don't like. And you can't hide or suppress your emotions. Um, listen actively, y'all, to that person's perspective and seek to understand and to be understood. And here's the thing. That's most of the problem. When you don't listen to what that person said in the beginning, this is how we get caught up and jacked up. They being told you everything under the sun, where they are in life, where they at right now, what they got going, and you think you could fix it. Oh, it's okay. He going to change. No, they're not. I promise you. Been there, done that. Should have listened. I went through six years of hell. Well, it wasn't six years of hell, but I was six years in a stagnated relationship that wasn't going anywhere. But they had told me from the beginning what they wasn't, um, wasn't looking for. And I'm like, oh, okay. We can fix that. Didn't. Not. But I had sense enough to go, okay, we're done. It's stagnated. It's not going anywhere. I can't do this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Number four, set boundaries. Um, the fourth step is to set some healthy boundaries um, with your partner. Um, and I think that's paramount. Like I said, all of these things are, uh, go hand in hand. Um, set boundaries. Uh, let them know the rules and limits, you know, establish that stuff up front first and foremost. And that's going to help you protect your physical, emotional, mental, spiritual well-being. That's going to protect everything because you've got to be willing to do it and say it and mean it. Uh, boundaries also help you respect that other person's autonomy and his individuality. So, you know, um, some boundaries are how much time you spend together, how much time you're going to spend apart, how much information are you going to share, what you're going to keep private. Baby, they don't need to know everything about your life. Um, how do you handle conflicts and disagreements? How are you going to show affection and intimacy? Those things are important and paramount because um, that's what make or break or keep those relationships going. And number five, you got to have a support system. That's a group of people who care about you, support you, encourage you. Um, it could be family, friend, colleagues, whatever, mentors, professionals, but that can help you cope with stress, gain a, a different perspective and receive feedback and advice and have fun and socialize. Don't isolate yourself from people. 
or neglect them because you're in a relationship. Um, and you can still have a relationship and coexist with everybody else around you if they're the right kind of person in your life. Um, you know, so that's why I think um, even in my 20s, it took me a long time. I had codependency issues and I would lose myself in those relationships. You know me, I told you I'm about as transparent as Saran Wrap, but even in my 20s after my divorce, you know, when you're out there, um, but mine came from childhood trauma, things that I had not healed from, things that I was carrying with me that I didn't know I was carrying with me into each relationship. Um, but it took me some time. And that's the reason why I do these podcasts. I suffered lots in my early years. And so when we have remedies and we've gone through things and we can share and tell everybody about the things that we've gone through and give some tips and pointers, everything doesn't have to be your journey. Um, and I wish I had those things along the way or the resources are new. Um, but sometimes we get so caught up in the things and where we are that we don't even seek or know that there's help available, but there's so many things this worldwide way up now of life. But, um, but it's so important and paramount that you have voice in these things. But I think before you go into any relationship, and especially when you know you are breeding some of those signs of codependency. So go back, play this thing two or three times. Look at the signs. Look at if these are some of the things that you exhibit. That's a great, great indicator that you don't need to be in a relationship anyway, because you already know how you're coming in it and you already know where it's headed. Because you have not fully um, known yourself or loved yourself enough to be independent outside of that person. And you don't want to do that to that person. Y'all don't understand that even the things that we do burden that other person too. Because now you're putting that stress and strain on them. You're trying to force him to be something that he's not. And you're trying to force him to fill a void that only God can fill. And that's why first and foremost, the Bible says, seek ye first him, the kingdom of heaven. And all what? These things will be added unto you. We come, Lord, I'm going to get you later. But right now, I got to get this here right here. I got to get what's before me. No, that's why you got hell in your life. Because you didn't seek the right thing first. He'll add anything to you. Is anything too hard for God? Nothing is too hard for God. And that's the thing about it. Um. We have to be able to keep the main thing, the main thing, and keep things first. And God will certainly bless you richly. Um, you ain't got to worry about that biological clock. Don't nobody want no kids. <laughs> Y'all leave them true where they at. <laughs> Lord, leave them true where they are. And I pray for all you mothers for the kids that's gone back to school. I know y'all are like doing cartwheels in that house, but don't break your knee. Um, so, you know, it's important, y'all. Um, Look at your life. Look at everything that's going on. Again, play this thing as many times. Share it with a friend, y'all. Make sure you have a good support system. Make sure you're ready uh, to be in a relationship. And also make sure you vet the man that you're going to be with. You know, we, we went through the questions that you have for this man. Make sure you're asking those questions. Just because he fine on me, you got to go, well, I'm going to overlook this one. No, you're not. Don't do that because now you're you about to go down a rabbit hole. And stuff. So I hope this has helped you. I hope you understand codependency is not a good place to be in. But and I also know and thank God that we are finding freedom with our sisters, with this unity in everything that we do in every walk of life. We need each other along the way. 
So I'm praying that you find freedom from that and that you can break free and have a blissful um, and healthy uh, field, uh, spirit-filled relationship with someone that you can give yourself fully and he can give of him and each one have their own set of boundaries where we can respect each other. So until next Friday, thank you so much for hanging out and listening. If there's anything you guys want to hear uh, or talk about, y'all know we at Sisters You Have Value G at gmail.com. Sisters You Have Value at gmail.com. Drop me a, an email if you want to be on the show. You got a story to tell. You got something you want to share. Same email. Until next Friday, y'all be blessed.